Hello and welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Now, a few months ago on the podcast, we talked about how to rebuild trust in a relationship. But what happens if mistrust expands beyond a partner to, well, everyone? Not trusting anyone keeps you safe from hurt and betrayal, but it also leaves you isolated and suspicious. Now, if this sounds familiar, you are not alone. Fear of trust is so common, it's an official phobia, pistanthrophobia. It's a big name for an equally big problem. So how does this happen? How does one lose faith in humanity? And how can you find it again? Well, about 40 years ago, researchers working in artificial intelligence hypothesized that people have a script for certain experiences. For example, at a restaurant, your script goes something like this. Look at the menu, order, eat your food, pay, and leave. You know what to expect. Okay, so many people, as kids, learn a script about life that goes something like this. I get hurt or upset, someone comforts me, I feel better. But many others didn't learn that script. They learned, I get hurt or upset, someone blames me or gets mad, I feel worse. Or, I get hurt or upset, no one notices, I am alone. These scripts are a recipe for feeling unable to trust or get close to others. And it makes sense. If getting what we need from other humans was the unexpected exception rather than the reliable rule, it would be foolish to trust. We'd be setting ourselves up to get hurt over and over again. Now, other times, the script we learn in childhood is healthy, but then it gets rocked by the earthquake of trauma. For instance, the love of our life cheats, we get swindled by someone we trust, or we make ourselves vulnerable and get abandoned. Again, it makes sense. If that happened to you, you'd get a rewrite on your script pretty quickly. Either way, you're left with a belief system that puts a wedge between you and the rest of the world. The beliefs may be about yourself, such as, if I trust someone, they'll see the real me and reject me. Or your beliefs may be about everyone else. If I love someone, they'll leave. If I trust someone, they'll betray me. You might truly believe you can't trust anyone. You can only rely on yourself. And I won't lie. Changing these beliefs and rebuilding trust is hard. When you're first starting to rebuild trust in humanity, it may feel like an intellectual exercise. You know in your head that most people can be trusted, but you don't feel it in your heart. To make the move from head to heart, in many cases, takes a leap of faith. It's like that cheesy team-building exercise, the trust fall, where you fall backwards blindly and trust that your teammates will catch you. You aren't guaranteed you won't end up on the floor. It takes a leap of faith to lean back and let yourself go. So how do you set yourself up to take a real-life leap of faith? How can you trust again deep in your bones? We'll start by trying these eight things. Tip number one is stay in one place. Moving around the country or the world is a socially acceptable way to sever ties and never get close to people. But if you're committed to rebuilding your sense of trust, put down an anchor. This will feel wrong at first. You will feel the urge to pack up and start over, whether across town or across the globe. But try to settle in. Once you put down some roots, you can branch out 
by getting to know and trust the people around you. Tip number two is ground yourself in a routine. So once you're in one place, get into a rhythm. The same gym class, the same people at the dog park, the same Sunday morning coffee shop. Why? It's not to get you in a rut. It's a proxy. Inherent in a routine is seeing the same people. And repetition, seeing the same faces again and again, is the first step to building trust. Tip number three is give a little and see what you get. Once you're seeing the same faces, next comes giving a little and seeing what you get. Reveal a little bit about yourself and see what happens. Usually, you'll get a tidbit in return. Or ask for a little and see what you get. Make yourself a tiny bit vulnerable. Ask a neighbor for a favor, a friend for advice, or even a stranger to please help you reach that can of tomatoes on the top shelf at the supermarket. Having a need and getting it met adds a drop to the bucket of trust. It may not seem like much, but drop by drop, you discover that most people mean well and will help you when you need it. Trauma experts call this re-engagement with communal life, but you can call it taking that first leap of faith in humanity. Tip number four is make plans for the future. Living through a trauma doesn't just shake your trust in people, it also shakes your trust in the future. Trauma plays a trick on the brain. It creates a hopelessness, a sense that your future will be devoid of meaning or happiness, which in turn feels like there's no future at all, which in turn makes you feel like time is short. You might assume you'll die young or be able to picture ever finding a relationship, building a career, or having children. Trauma experts call this a sense of a foreshortened future. And it particularly happens when terrible events are deliberately inflicted by other people, like bullying, stalking, or abuse. Therefore, as you build your trust in people, also try to build your trust in a meaningful future. Make plans for weeks, months, years, and decades from now. Save for retirement. Make a bucket list. Set a goal to go back to school. Go through the motions of planning a future, even if it doesn't feel quite right just yet. Why? Putting behavior before a feeling is the way to make the feeling catch up. Okay, we're halfway through. So, tip number five is trust an animal. In a study from the Journal of Research in Personality, researchers asked 165 pet owners to generate a list of life goals and rate how confident they felt in achieving those goals. One third of the pet owners had their pets with them during the task. Another third were asked to write a brief description of their pet and their relationship with it in order to bring their pet to mind before the task. And the last third did the task while their pet was in another room. And the study found that the pet owners who had their pets with them or brought their pets to mind generated significantly more life goals and had significantly higher confidence in achieving them. The researchers concluded what millions of pet owners know. An animal can provide a safe haven and a secure base from which to reach out and engage with the world, which sounds remarkably like trust. Tip number six is be trustworthy. Seeing trustworthy behavior in yourself can help you spot it in others. So mentor or help someone else. Follow through on your obligations. Keep your word. Comfort someone in need. When another human places trust in you, it reminds you that maybe you 
can trust too. Tip number seven is actively look for trustworthy behavior. People with an intact sense of trust can more easily spot carrying trustworthy behavior than those whose trust has been broken. So if trusting doesn't come naturally to you, you may have to look for it consciously. Trustworthy behavior probably happens more often than you think, but just like birdwatching or celebrity spotting, you have to train yourself to see it. Therefore, write down all the trustworthy behavior you see. Keep a trust list in your phone or dedicate a few pages of your journal to catching people at keeping their word or helping out when help is needed. Whenever you rely on someone and they come through for you, or you need comfort and you receive it, jot it down. Your entries may be little, like getting directions from a stranger when you're lost, or they may be big, like getting a hug and a listening ear when you feel overwhelmed by life. And finally, tip number eight, grow the belief that you deserve to be around trustworthy people. Mistrust often comes as a package deal. In addition to believing bad things about the world, like no one can be trusted or the world is a dangerous place, people who can't trust often believe bad things about themselves, like I am broken or I deserve bad things that happen to me. So in order to grow trust in others, grow the belief that you are worthy of having your trust honored. Challenge the belief that you're a bad person who deserves to be betrayed or hurt. How? It's really hard to change your mind without evidence or experience. So change your behavior first and your mind will follow. It's the old fake it till you make it and it works. So ask yourself, what would someone who believed that they were a good person do? Or what would someone who deserved good things in life do? Then do that. And like I've said before, when you see yourself doing it, you start to believe you can. So when you see yourself acting like someone who trusts that the world is mostly good and people are mostly trustworthy, you start to believe it. And that is the crucial leap of faith to learning to trust again. Thank you so much for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life. Never miss a thing when you sign up for the newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com newsletters or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can always listen on Spotify, follow the show on Twitter at QDT Savvy Psych, or like on Facebook, where there are always links to episodes no longer available on Apple Podcasts. And finally, from our sister network, Macmillan Podcasts, do you know how to negotiate with a contractor, how to spot a bed bug, or how to survive a plane crash? If you don't, no worries. Rossin to the Rescue is a new podcast from Today Show correspondent Jeff Rossin. Each week, he'll show you how to avert these and other disasters from floods to identity theft. So subscribe to Rossin to the Rescue. Just search R-O-S-S-E-N to the Rescue on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and as always, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you next Friday for, as always, a happier, healthier mind.